college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with JR the Bossman and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the Bossman Show. Upsets and surprises, man. Is this like most of the surprises you've seen in a tournament in a long, long time? Well, I tell you, it seems like every year there's there's a slew of upsets and, and, and heartbreaky defeats for favorites, but it just seems like this year, maybe more so than any in the last five or six years. I think maybe we're skewed with that, thinking that because Loyola Chicago's done what they've done, so all those upsets maybe stick out in your mind because they've made it to the final four boss man i'm not sure but i know this there's been some great games some exciting games and uh you know when you see a team like Louisville and Chicago and i know Porter Mosier well uh it's so exciting for for all the underdogs and all the coaches that are a, a head coach at a loaded mid-major and understand the battle you're fighting to to just get in the tournament it, it's been really really rewarding to watch and so happy for him and his program, and of course, Sister Jean, right? Yeah, you got that right. Sister Jean has really took off this tournament. She's got a household name, man. So you see that she's definitely giving them a look. She has that divine line to the Lord, obviously there. <laughs> no doubt. I wish I had a little bit of that going on in my life. Trust me. You got that right. Now, closing up the game, you got um, – Lawrence Chicago, who plays well together, an older team who just is on, on, a, on a mission. They're on fire right now. Coach the Michigan team, John Belon with the 131 zone. He runs Big Ten school. Coach, I want to say Lawrence going to win the game because I, I love the story. But John and myself are going Michigan just because that we just feel like they're very talented. John Belon team has been playing well. They got hot at the right time and just – They'll just maybe out talent while Ola in this game in the Final Four here in the advanced championship game to play uh, one of those teams outside the bracket there. Well, it, it's hard to pick against Loyola because every time it seems like somebody does, they've proven them wrong, at least to this point. But I agree with you. I think that Michigan, I watched them play in the Big Ten tournament, and uh, I said to my buddy at the time, I said, this team right here, if they keep playing like this, can go to a Final Four. And they have kept it playing like that. They've been very, very consistent. Well, but they're a better defensive team than probably given credit for. I think they're a little bit too big, a little bit too deep, and I think they can match Loyola's court savvy and shooting from behind the line. Not many teams can do that, but Michigan is one team that can. 
So I'm going to go uh, with the Wolverines to win the first semifinal game. And I know that'll break Sister Jean's heart if they get beat, but uh, they've had a heck of a run. But I'm going with Michigan. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, we got a two number one season outside the bracket, Coach, with Kansas who toughed out Duke in a very exciting overtime game. Grayson Allen could have won the game, but overtime, Kansas just kind of took it to Duke there, played well in the offense of the game, know that their big man fouled out in the second half there. And then you got Villanova who fought hard against a Bob Huggins coach team who was just, I mean, Texas Tech, rather, you know what I mean, that's played very well pressed them, attacked them, just pressed them, attacked them, man. And I just feel like this coach, Jay Wright's team, the most complete team in this tournament, I feel like they'll beat Kansas in advance to the championship game against Michigan there, coach. And John is going with Kansas. Well, uh, again, another another great matchup. Like like you said, two number one seeds. Uh, Kansas beating Duke was a little bit of a surprise to me. I just thought Duke would have too much uh, front-line size and athleticism for Kansas. But, you know, Deontay Graham, their point guard, has been exceptional over the second half of the season. He seems like he's a guy on a mission. Uh, but Villanova, just as you said, is so complete, and uh, they can beat you from a lot of different spots. And in particular, with Villanova having Jalen Brunson being able to neutralize the productivity of Deontay Graham, I just think that Villanova is too too well-rounded, uh, too complete, and I think they're going to beat Kansas as well. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, uh, if, we, if we hold to our picks, Michigan over uh, in Villanova, uh, we will be going with uh, – I'm going Villanova, and John's going with Kansas over, over Michigan. So, uh, if it's Villanova, Coach, and Michigan, uh, who do you see winning that game there? Well, I'm going to go with Villanova. Again, I, I think Michigan has played very, very well. I think they've played about as good as they can possibly play, but they have a ceiling that's a little bit lower than Villanova's. I think Villanova going into the tournament, in, in my humble opinion, was, was a heavy favorite along with Michigan State. I know they got upset, but I just think Villanova's been fantastic all year. They're deep. They all can shoot it from behind the line. They have good guard play, which you know is so important in late-game situations. I'm going to go with the Wildcats to win their second title in the last three years. All right, Coach. Well, we'll definitely check out with you next weekend. Close it all out, Coach. Recap everything and get the people prepared for the offseason as well, Coach. Hey, man, you have a good one, man. We'll talk to you next week one more time, man. Okay, my man. Enjoy your night. Take care now. All right, now. You can't touch this. Can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Ah!
all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.
kind of three-man weave with my man down there in Memphis, Tennessee, where they got Penny Hardaway, Hardaway, <laughs> Hardaway, Penny Hardaway. They got him in Memphis, people. It's my man, the second man of Memphis, J.C. Smith, the kid karaoke. What's good, bro? Yo, we in here, baby. What's going on? Man, no much, bro. Another exciting week in the sports world and the NFL dropping a bomb on us with this new using low in the head as a target rule, J.C., and it's making me wonder how's football going to look next year because on most plays, somebody has lowered their head with their helmet it'll be a lineman blocking, quarterback sneaking, running back down for yardage. I mean, I feel like the NFL snuck this one by because they noticed that they, they didn't leak it to the media. They're thinking about doing it. They kind of did it real like, on the wraps here just to get it so nobody had time to poke holes in it. So what's your initial thoughts on the new rule, man? I mean, I think, you know, it's crazy right now when you think about the rule and how it's going to be, you know, uh, refereed on the field. I'm sure they're going to, you know, tinker it to where, to like, you know, right now the targeting rule, you know, anybody can get penalized, you know, on the football field right now. But I'm sure they'll, they'll figure it out, man. But what, what I'm more happy about is the fact that they finally figured out what a catch is. <laughs> you know, we're not going to have the ridiculous catch rule. You know what I'm saying? This year going forward. So, Dez was vindicated. Calvin Johnson has been vindicated because all those guys, they were the catch. Uh, back, you know, now, but back then, they, they said it wasn't. Yeah, man. I'm glad that they got that taken care of because, I mean, like, you just never know, man, like, with this whole, uh, like, you just don't know. And I feel like this catch rule stopped the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl in 2014. It stopped Pittsburgh's momentum. Because remember, J.C., the Steelers never recovered from, from, from that play. Never recovered. Right. Right. They never got over that. Exactly. And it's just like, man. So that's out of the game as well. And they're, they're, they're ridiculous rule where they had to come back out. You know, in the Minnesota game when they crazy to play, they may come out all that back on the field to do the extra point. That's now gone. There so, you go. So games you know. against the end, just end. They don't have to come out there and do, the, do try to point no matter what. They can just end the game. So if the game wins TD, then it's over. There you go. So There you go, man. Some goods came out of this almost meeting. Now, I, they talking about eliminating the kickoff. Bruh, uh, so if you down late, so how you going to come back? If I about the onside kick or something. <laughs> right. So yeah, it, it sounds good in theory. But how can you outlaw what's needed to come back late in the game or get the ball back possession-wise? To me, I get trying to have safety and cover your butt from lawsuits, but you got to be logical about it, you know? Right. Exactly, man. Like, you know, you know, little, little tinkering here, here and there, you know, is good for the game, but don't go too too far with it, you know? Yeah, because it's like, man, y'all, y'all are doing the most uh, – now, bruh, we know we get, we on Dez Bryant watch right now. Uh, so, with uh, Alan Hearns coming in and Deontay Thompson and the potential Cowboys drafting over for receiver, is the uh, Cowboys trying to squeeze Dez more and more and more uh, right now to get him to take a pay cut? And if he does not take a pay cut, uh, he'll probably be gone. Or do you see the Cowboys doing doing what kind of Dez pulling out Brandon Carr, who refused to pay cut? Still got all his contract without it getting cut over. Well, at this point, like you said, there's about what seven receivers. Yeah, 
on the uh, on the yeah. chart right now. Yeah, yeah, Brown, Switzer, Beasley, Deontay Thompson, Hearns, Dez, Hans, Williams. Okay, exactly. So somebody's got to go. <laughs> Somebody has to go, and uh, you know, I hate I hate it for Dez because I think he does have at least you know a couple you know good more years in the league, and I don't think it's all his fault. You know, the reason why his production has dropped off, you know, I think it's been injuries. It's been uh, the lack of a relationship, you know, uh, lack of connection with, with uh, Dak, you know, that has led to uh, some of those issues as well. But, you know, but there's got to look himself in the mirror and also realize you're not the same guy, you know, that, that was catching 16 touchdowns, 1,400 yards, over 90, 90 balls a year anymore. So you can't expect the Cowboys to pay you. $16 million a year. That's, you know, top receiver money right there. So if I'm dead, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'll agree to pay cut. I'll go from $16 million to $10 million. But if I hit my numbers, let's throw some incentives, incentives in the contract to where I can still, you know, you know, get close to what I used to make, you know. But as far as the base salary, I think, you know, Dez, when it comes down to it, I don't think he wants to go anywhere else. And I don't think the Cowboys want him to go anywhere else. But if he try to play hardball, and won't take a pay cut at all, I don't think it's going to be a Brandon Carr situation. The Cowboys will let him go. Because in their mind, they're thinking, you know, they're trying to make the offense more Dak-friendly anyway. And Dak and Dez don't really, you know, combine to make a great duo. So, you know, the Cowboys at the end of the day are going to do what's best for the Cowboys. And Dez has to understand the business is nothing personal. Either you're going to get in line or, hey, they're going to show him the door, man. He's going to try to you know, get his money elsewhere. And even with that, He's not going to be able to get 16 mil anywhere else. He'll get, he'll get on the free agent market basically with, with the Cowboys. We're going to pay him in a, in a pay cut measure now. So if I'm dead, man, just stay home and, and take the little cut because you may only get that much, uh, you know, on the open market anyway. And all the receiver money's kind of dried up because Watkins got exactly. three years, 48 million. Exactly. You know, you know, you got all the receiver money's then dried up and. People have seen your production, Dez, like, hmm, do I really want to invest money in Dez? And Dez is kind of not the same guy. And, you know, it's just like it makes no sense to me, man. Not at all. They're not going to pay Dez for who he was three, four years ago. They're paying for who you are now. And who you are now is a, well, a player that'd be lucky to make eight, nine, ten million dollars. Exactly. So I just take what they give me. I know it's on suck. It feels on feel like a slap in the face. But you rather take that than get nothing and be left out in the cold. So I I think personally this tells me that. And you know what? Who I'll be? Who, who knows? Should really be upset? Terrence Williams. He took two mm-hmm. to stay in Dallas, and now Hearns is making more than he made last year for agents. He took a, took a, took a, a team friendly deal. That's why you can't be taking teams. They they are always looking to replace you. Always and I would never do a team friendly deal. If it meant right. Cleveland, I'm gonna get my money because you don't have exactly. so much time to cash yeah. in. And he yeah, and he played himself. Exactly. Now you see the deal. Uh, as far as his production, he will had no touchdowns last year, and then this offseason, you know, he mysteriously broke his foot. And had surgery on his foot, so he's really up in limbo now. As far as you know, 
his uh, his days as a cowboy going forward because they can cut him. And especially if it was a non-football injury, you know, they can cut him, you know, you know, just like it's nothing. And, and you know what? It's messed up that, you know, a lot of these guys still don't realize it, it's a business. All these examples. Oh, yeah. You have a lot of, you have a lot of reticular right now. You got to cash in while the iron's hot. You can't play this, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a cowboy. I'm a team player. I'm with the boys. We the, look, make your money. Exactly. Short of like you have a family issue or where you, wife is sick, you're expecting a baby or something like that. Somewhere you really shouldn't leave. Beyond that, take your money. You know? No doubt. So, yeah, bro, it's crazy, man. And Johnny Manziel, bro, in the Colin Kaepernick situation, it's funny how these folks out here trying to look at Johnny Manziel, who's been a known liar. Uh, he's been He's admitted to his drug use and he missed some things, and he's getting a, a league that is in looks by teams. A Colin Kaepernick can't get looked by nobody, and John Gruden saying that he this to be on the roster and that he, his production was down. Dude, his numbers compared to Rodgers, Ryan, Tom Brady, and that year he played on Chip Kelly on that bad team. Like, it's not his numbers. We know it's the anthem protest. Just say it. Quit trying to beat around the bush. And these coaches who say they want him, he should have a job. Why don't y'all push you on to get him a job? I hate this little service that they're doing. Exactly. You know, I mean, you know what it is, man. You know, we everybody has harped on this story, and you know, we we talked about it till we blew in the face. But I mean, the NFL is just a a, a, a microcosm of, of of America. You know what I'm saying? Like when you speak out on issues. And things that are wrong, you know, you, you may suffer the consequences for it, and that's and that's where it's going on with Colin Kaepernick right now. He's become a martyr, and I think I think he's he's embracing that role. I think he knows in his heart of hearts he knows he can play the game. But he knows they're not going to give him a chance to get back to get back in the league at this point. And I think Kaepernick's okay with that. You know what I'm saying at this point. But as far as Johnny Manziel, now if Manziel has really cleaned up his act and he's a different guy, he's mature, he's going to rehab. Then you know I'm all for him getting another chance, but you're right. You know, if anybody should be getting another chance first, it should be Kaepernick. You know, what I'm saying he's a better player than uh, than Johnny Manziel, to be honest. So, and I thought what uh, Manziel said on Twitter as far as you know, kind of uh, having Colin Kaepernick back a little bit and recognizing you know what what this is all about. So I give I give you know I give credit to Manziel for that, man. But we we know where it is, man. You know. You know, when when you when you when you're white, it's all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Bob McNair defending Jerry Richardson, saying maybe he didn't mean it that way. Maybe you know it wasn't supposed to go the way it went. You know, uh, Jerry was just joking. You know, so there's some things that can be false, and we don't need people protesting the anthem. Not the place for religious d- demonstrations or for showing your beliefs outside of outside of the field. One of these people ever go and get it, man. Bob McNair is just like putting his foot in his mouth more and more and more. And they end up approving the Malcolm Jenkins deal that he agreed, sold the protest for. They agreed to it on his means well. They'll be putting money towards the social justice in a 401k like form. So 
So feels on Bob Monero, man, all these owners who still have that slave like mentality, man, like these people can't express themselves. So kinda like Trump that was last week with Ole Miss. Don't want black men to express themselves. But JJ Watt can raise money for Houston. That's all good. It's all good for West Council, where this money cancer, but social black men getting killed, we can't we can't sign up for that. I mean, we like I said, you know, it's an age old, age old debate, man. It's an age old issue, man. You know, these guys, these owners, it's a good old boys network. They're gonna stick together. No way in hell they're gonna let a a, a, a Diddy or a Steph Curry, you know, join forces by the uh, the Carolina Panthers. You know, they go, they want they want to keep the status quo, the way they've been doing business for years and years and years. The harassment. Uh, racial inequalities within the organizations, like that's that's they they want to maintain that, but it's 2018, man. It's not 1968 anymore. And like I said, you know, it's going to take these old owners to kind of die off, and their sons and you know relatives who are running the, uh, the you know the organization after they pass. So, and then it's going to be those guys that are going to change things. You know, it's going to be. Jerry Jones, son. It kind of, well, maybe not Jerry Jones, son, but... Oh, no. Nah, he, you know, he, nah, uh, he, nah, he's still with the old Baduzzi. <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a bad example. But it's going to take, you know what I'm saying, the younger generation of, of the owner's family to kind of change things and to make the NFL more uh, acceptable to minorities as far as ownership and front office positions and, and you know, things of that nature. Because they'll let us play all day. You know, what we're 70%. Of the NFL, you know, uh, black players. So, you know, right. So it's like that slave mentality, man. But, you know, it's going to take, you know, you know, a Diddy or somebody of that nature one day to kind of get into the league, man, and really, really change things. But it's not going to happen until, you know, these old, old butt owners, you know, or are, are, they move on or whatever. And, you know, the younger generation kind of takes, uh, takes ownership of things. We got some Florida stuff for you, bro. Some Florida stories here for you, bro. We have a, Florida woman yoga teacher arrested attempting to smuggle drugs in the Miami Dade prison to talk about baby daddy and get some, get some stuff on, on his books. Smuggling drugs to the prisons and he has baby daddy gets some money on her, his books. How crazy is that? Man, that's not like a bad DT movie or something, man. <laughs> exactly. That's not like a movie. What was, that? what was that movie? Master P was in prison. I forget. I, I know when it, I, I forget the, I, the name about it because it's my mind, but I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, that's what, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a bad plot from a bad BET movie, man. Well, get that's this. That's crazy, though. Florida man sets fire to two churches in his workplace as an offering to God so he, he can win the lottery, get him a final woman. Now, say what now? Now, he's trying that. He wants too many things, man. Like, either you want to win the lottery. Or you want you want a woman, but then you gonna set fire though? Yeah, it's so a two churches and his workplace. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Set fire to your workplace. All right, if I can torch my <laughs> workplace and get away with it, hey, I'm all for that. But you can't set fire to the church though. <laughs> exactly, you can't do that. I mean, you just can't do that. Oh no, man, you can't do that. Uh, naked Florida man. Arrest after calling 911 to report missing cocaine after naked Florida woman bit it, bit his junk off. Wow. Okay, so my man in Florida, um, in the news, 
and he was on he was on he was on that sauce and somebody bit his junk off. Yeah, he didn't call about that. He called about the cocaine being stolen and missing. Wow! So he was so he was so smacked that he didn't realize that his stuff had been his Get junk off. had been off. Ouch! Yeah. Man, cocaine is a hell of a drug, man. Exactly. We got this too. Florida man arrested for throwing a live alligator into Wendy's after his order was wrong. Now, what did he do? Did he climbed into the window? Drop the window? Yeah, threw a live alligator through the drop the window because the order was wrong. Hey, man, Wendy's, you know, if certain Wendy's you go to where customer service is not up to par, you know, I've been tempted before to just like, climb to the window and just choke, choke one of the Wendy's workers, man, because they, they, be, they be messing up, man. How you going to... How you gonna how you gonna give me two nuggets, man? I'm supposed to get four nuggets. How can we two in the two in the box? Come on now. Exactly. Exactly. I'm with you. And I'm with you. You got this Florida man arrested, exposing himself to the Jack in the Box employee trying to get her number saying, quote, baby, here it is, come jump out and get it. Ah, uh, so yeah. Yeah, something waiting in the box for. Oh uh, Yeah. <laughs> man. Man, you know, we I'm trying to get a Jack in the Box here in Memphis, man. I know I've probably talked about this before, but we have no Jack in the Box here in Memphis. We have them in Nashville and surrounding areas. So I don't know what's up with that. I don't know who I need to get in contact with, boss. Knoxville even have them. Chattanooga has them, too. That's, that's messed up, man. That's messed up, man. We got, we got to get Jack in the Box out here ASAP. Exactly. Because they do have a lot of stuff for you. And the final story we got for today, boys, is Florida, man, who was arrested, gives the alias of Dick Face Johnson to the bookers. What? what, what? <laughs> Run that back again? Yeah, Florida man who was arrested gives the alias of Dick Face Johnson to the bookers after getting arrested. That's a, that's a heck of an alias, man. You know, I'm going to use that next time <laughs> I, uh, I'm in the hotel, man. That's my, that's be my, that's be my name, man. Name I'm going to be wretched under. Dick Face Johnson, yes indeed. Well, bro, uh, talk to us about man. You got you moving to Aries season over there at Clicks, man. How the Aries doing with you so far? How's it going for you guys with the Aries and the Pisces this month, man? Hey, man, number one party spot in the Mid South, man. Clicks Sports Bar and Billiards. Um, every Saturday night it goes down karaoke Saturday night with your boy the Three Kings, hosted by JC. You know how we do it, man. So if you're in the city, man, each and every Saturday, come through, holler at your folks, man. It's free before 10, $5 after 10, man. One of the best party spots in the city. We have a good time, no drama, no fights, none of that, none of that nonsense, man. We just having a good, grown, adult karaoke fun to come through, holler at your folks. Yeah, last time I was at Clicks, it was in December. I had a blast, man, and you know I had with me, too. <laughs> I had a blast. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Folks, that's JC Three Man Weave. We are out. Man, show time for this week's listener emails. And John, we are back. 
in the saddles, the read listener emails, my man. Have you recovered from my last batch of emails? When we had the when my man talked about he couldn't get the girl that he wanted me at the mall. He lost me. He couldn't find her, and my man wanted us to help him find lawn care equipment. <laughs> yeah, I tried to like uh, scrub my brain of of some memories, you know. It's like a, a sci-fi movie. Every, every week after we do the emails, I like have to go into my brain and delete those files, select few files from my head. Exactly. Well, John, this was, this was emails. This, we got three emails, people, as always. Three emails. We got we anymore. We might not even get through the whole set. We'll be here all day. So, John, three emails. The first email is going to throw you for a loop, my brother. Have fun with this. Um, Mock and Sherrod Alf. Already messing up. Mock and Sherrod Alf. It's Merch Mercury and. I don't know about my text refund. I know text day is on Foot Horizon. Joe says Turbo Tex is chalk right. That's scary to me for other reasons. <laughs> but I, I do not underpaying the Tex slow. Kenny. Who the hell's Kenny? You explain it to me. Thanks, Brian in San Diego. I'm pretty sure the only thing that he got right in that entire email was thanks, comma. <laughs> Brian in San Diego. Everything else was a hot mess. So, Brian, if you, it sounds to me like you need help with your tax refund, okay? Or as you put it, your text, your turbo text or your text refund. Um, I, I guess I would say I've used turbo text before, Jr. Like you use what? You use Jackson Hewitt or something like that? I, I go to, to the free tax site. Okay. Okay, so I used TurboTax before. TurboTax is fine. That works. That works well. Um, but you got to do that yourself. So if you're just doing a straight, you know, um, filing, you're not doing any kind of itemizing or anything like that. Yeah, TurboTax will work for you. If you if you need help with it though, you might want to go and you know just pay the extra money and have an accountant do it. If you have to itemize or if you have some other tax issues that you got to work through. If it's a simple refund though, a simple you know. Um, W-2 filing, just do it on TurboTax or do it like JR said, go to the, the, the IRS free site and do it there, you know? Um, so I guess that's Kenny explaining it to you. <laughs> Kenny, instead of can you, Kenny, you. Kenny. <laughs> yeah, and he said he does not understand this un- un- underpan the quote tax law. Um, my man, the new tax law won't fit until next year's taxes. Yeah, and nobody understands it. No, nobody understands it anyway, so don't worry about it. This year's taxes is on the old tax law, so don't let that confuse you, man. Uh, it, it, most people, and this is not specific to Brian, but most people have a, a, just a simple return. You file a 1040 easy, and that's that. You don't need to itemize. You don't have a lot of um, you know, investments that, that are paid out, uh, interest, those types of things. So there's most tax refunds are, are going to be on the on the easy side as far as what goes in, what information you need to supply. Now you start getting into you know small business taxes, and if you own a small business or you or you you know 
or, or a contractor and you get 1099s and from different people, blah, 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 it could get pretty complicated for you. But, you know, most people don't even have to worry about that stuff, you know? Exactly. I'm with you, brother. All right, Brian, I hope that helped. Hopefully it helped. If it didn't, send us another email. We'll try to decipher, <laughs> decipher it. <laughs> So email number two, JR, get your ears ready, brother. It's coming to us. Uh, this one's coming from Marquette in Unanimous. He says, Mexico and Mike, that's you and me, brother. As we've established, you are always first. So you're Mexico and I'm Mike. I have no idea where that comes from, but that's the way it is today, my friend. Read my email. Tears tree snakes, okay in my land. Where snakes come from? You get rid of snakes? How snakes come to land? What get rid of snakes? Again, JR, that's from Marquette in Unanimous, and I just want to point out he has a very specific way of um, spelling certain words in this email. I'll let you delve into that, my friend. Yeah, and does he mean anonymous, maybe? Or I'll he mean unanimous. Listen, brother, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> read, John, I don't think he got it right. He was really read my email. Yeah, like he basically straight out of the gate told us, read my email. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Tears, tree snakes, okay in my land. So I'm guessing he's trying to tell me there's snakes on his land, I guess. Mm-hmm. Where snakes come from? My man, you're an anonymous. I don't know. I mean, unanimous. I don't know where they came from, my man. I mean, it's starting to become spring now. tell you this, uh, my man, uh, what's your name, Marquette, I'll tell you this, brother, uh, animals have a trigger, okay, like waltzes, you know how you never see a waltz when it, when, when it rains, they come out when it's sunny, or the sun's out, you know, certain animals or insects are triggered by the sun or something, so all animals that are like flies or seasonal animals, they come out with certain that the conditions are right. So maybe it rained, it was warm one day and it rained and they got the trigger. Oh, it's warm out when it comes up out the ground. You never know, brother. I mean, maybe that would happen. I don't know. That's where snakes come from, my man, I guess. Uh, you get rid of snakes? No, I'm not, I'm not a terminator, brother. I'm not a landscaper. I'm not a, I'm not, not a orchid man. I'm not a pest control guy. I'm not animal control. No, I'm a radio host. I can't quote get rid of snakes. Get rid of snakes. And come and spell C-U-M, which is like, my man, your mind's in the gutter, too. <laughs> what uh, kind of snakes are you talking about, brother? Uh, are you are you working on your snake, brother? Is that why you're so using the spelling in that way? Okay. How snakes come to land? I kind of explained that to you. And then I first response to you. You know, the triggers, maybe the ground was too wet. It got hot one day. It came out. Under, so you just don't know, brother. Uh, what get rid of snakes? Uh, Lowe's, Home Depot—they have stuff for that. Just put in your yard. You put down the, in your yard and some snake away stuff. I'm John. They have more on. I, I did than I do, but Lowe's, Home Depot sells stuff you can throw in your yard to make that has a horrible smell that runs off snakes. They won't come well, in your yard. Being, being, being from Florida, my dad used to put it down, so I know. What, I know what their stuff for it. I don't know what it's called these days. 
I, my dad called it snake away. But, you know, I don't know where you're at, brother. You told me you're unanimous. I'm not in a real town. You're probably anonymous because you don't want to tell us where your town's at. Boo gives a care, brother. Marquette, get your mind right. It's done the spare right. You know, red is R-I-D, not red. And come and C-O-M-E, not C-U-M. Put your mouth in the gutter, brother. You're messing with your snake. Looking at Stormy Daniels and the porn star Donald Trump in with, sucker. I thought you been doing. Jabroni. Best way to get rid of them is just to whack their head off with a machete. Just take a machete to lop off their dome or pop them with a 12-gauge. That works, too. Exactly. Marquette in unanimous. Woo-wee. All right, John. Uh, get ready for this. This, this was really terrible. Um, hello. That's simple. Toes are yes. It's clousing. What can I get pair? Do they have far root? Well, the sleeves and chew ponds work. Damn famine. This confusing. You know why, you know? Tropics, canteen, O'Shea tea, on the oceans, coconut on the heat, holla, 893 slash dollar sign, exclamation points, holla, holla, 31 weeks, is she? Big home, baby, in, in the States. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Fabian, what are you smoking, brother? <laughs> so first of all, yes, true statement. Toys R Us is closing, um, or as you put it, Toes R Us as closing. Um, but yes, to- Toys R Us is closing. What can you get there, Fabian? Um, just as the name states, they sell various types of toys. That's that's what they sell. That's what you can get at Toys R Us. Uh, well, the sleeves and coupons work. I don't know what sleeves refers to, but I'm assuming coupons is coupons. Um, no, their coupons won't work anymore. If the store is closed, you would have nowhere to take the coupon to, Fabian. It, it is not confusing, as you say. Uh, you, you make the clear statement that this is confusing. It is not confusing at all, Fabian. The store is closing, and once it's closed, there will no longer be anywhere to take your coupons. So, uh, the rest of your email is one giant cluster F, so I really can't even get into it. Other than I think he's trying to sell us a trip to the tropics for $893. Is that what, is that what you're getting off of that? Tropics Canteen? I think so. Ocean to Coconut on the Key, Hala, $893. Um, that's what I've been getting out of that. He's trying to sell us some kind of trip to the tropics for $893. <laughs> no. And then, I don't know, what's the last one? 31 weeks, is she? Big, hmm? Is, is he referring to like a... Like a pregnancy or something? I like, guess what? he is, but I'm, I, don't, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I can tell you, man. I don't, I don't know. Oh, Fabian. <laughs> Fabian in the States. He's, he's in the continental U.S., brother. Free range. You never know. Exactly. Woo-wee! Three emails are done. So, John, what is your take on today's emails? What's one that I've seen the most? Kind of rough, bro, but I gotta say, Fabian, Fabian's was a hot mess, first of all. Uh, then we had Marquette in Unanimous talking about snakes. And then we had Brian in San Diego with his tax. I gotta go with the tax. I gotta go with Brian. I mean, you know, it's tax season. I love getting the tax questions, JR. There's nothing like it. 
this is what uh, this is what cracks me about the taxes. Like, you, you have your withholding all year long, right? So really, you're just getting your money back yeah. when they send you that check. But you still, it's like you hit the lottery, right? Because you get a check for like whatever in the mail. Exactly. It, it's your money, but still, you feel like, woohoo! I got an extra X amount of dollars. No, you don't. You just got your own money back full. Exactly. <laughs> that means the government took all took more than they still took from you and used it in, in interest free all year long. That's all it means. Right. Exactly. That's all it means. Now, John. Now, this is this is gonna be a hard question for you. Which email was most coherent today? Most coherent? Uh, I'd have to say probably Marquette. Even though he was talking about the snakes, he, his were it was littered with some spelling errors, but it was, it was relatively easy to decipher, right? Yeah, I'll say Marquette. It just, Fabian was off, off the wall. Fabian smoked some meth or whatever before he wrote that bad boy because that had him on his level, right? Yeah, John, I've never had an email to I a trip before. That's, I swear that's what it is. <laughs> the dollar amount fits. Talking about coconuts and the tropics. It's like, man. Well, folks, that's emails. Time for the boss report. John, are you ready for this? after these emails we has read? Are you ready for this week's boss report, brother? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm all, I'm always looking forward to getting a little BR in my life. So uh lay it on me, my friend. No doubt. Folks, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's the boss report. Dude, there are some messed up people in the world. I'll tell you that right now. Like, seriously messed up. I mean, you know, I'm not expect, like whatever. I don't expect every person in the world to you know have the same moral compass as I do, or, or you know that in general most people do. But I don't know, man. Like, as a, it's one thing if you're a woman and you're attracted to someone who's been convicted of a crime that's one thing but if they've been convicted of like brutally murdering their wife ex-wife girlfriend whatever that should give you some kind of pause about that right like it could happen to me you would think i mean but apparently the his notoriety trumps that for these people and they i guess they're just looking to have something that, what what do, you, what do you get out of that at this point it's not like he's a wealthy man he's not famous rather he's infamous so i don't really know what you get out of it other than some kind of sick perverted self-satisfaction i guess i don't know yeah i don't know he's seven years old and was a quarter i mean i wouldn't be trying to be up up dudes but but these women want him bad and we got this folks ben fraud son shady unqualified hood director ben carson Blames his wife after he got caught ordering furniture that cost thirty thousand dollars in his office with taxpayer money in the White House. Yeah, like I don't. This is what I don't understand about, and it's not even 
this is just the politics in general, right? Why are we paying for you to redo The Office? No matter who it is, Ben Carson, anybody else. Wasn't it already decorated by somebody? Why does it? Why do you need to redecorate it for yourself? Like when you go to the the, the any government agency you go to, Jr. Anyone you go to, it's it's the same. It's like just some beat up old office, whatever. You know, I'm not saying it can't look nice if you're a you know uh, in a higher level of government. But why are we paying to renovate your office? No matter what the cost is, it should be like anything else. It gets renovated every like. You know, 10, 15 years, it gets a fresh coat of paint and something, or, you know, dressed up a little bit. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't get that either. But, you know what made the story so bad? He just, when he had to go testify in front of Congress, he threw his bike on the bus. My wife did it. <laughs> I wasn't aware. Yeah, and they, dude, that's, they all, that, that's like the standard answer, right, for a politician in trouble is, oh, I, I have no recollection of that, Senator. I don't remember. I'm not sure. I'll have to check for you. I'll get back to you. I'm not positive. I don't know. Like what? I mean, yeah. And then secondarily, what? It was a dining dining room set. Yes. What the hell do you need a dining room set for in your office? Exactly. Like what? What do you? What's the point of that? What do you? Like, never in my life have I had a dining room set in an office setting for what? Go to a restaurant. You want to eat? <laughs> Go to a restaurant. Like. Exactly. I don't know, man. And, 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 and do you want to hear his last final bad take? You're going to love this. Well, the house is pretty old. It's been there a while. That's your take on the White House? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know, dude. I just, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I don't get involved with all this crap, like left, right, Republican, Democrat, all that stuff. I just, I, I don't deal well with stupidity, I guess, and that's, basically what this is you know so i look at i look at all these people and just think you, you can't be that dumb to do some of the things that these people do you got that right we got this watch your mouth study yourself kissing kids on the lips causes dental issues caveat and more and pay attention to tom brady and Burry man because they're serial violators kissing their children in the mouth yeah i never just trying to think back in my childhood i don't remember getting kissed on the mouth and i don't do it to my kids so i guess i don't know what i mean i, I don't think there's anything wrong with it i'm just saying like i don't remember it ever happening in my life or, or being it never happened to me yeah so i mean i'm not trying to cast aspersions on anyone i don't know you know whatever but whatever you do in your house is your your deal but i never i never remember that ever happening to me so I personally wouldn't do it to to my kid because then you like that like, transfer germs back and forth, right? Yes, indeed. So I don't know, Tom Brady, <laughs> Brady and Birdman. That's a weird combo, right there, bro. Very much so. We should try to Very. sign him to a radio contract. The Brady and Birdman Show. On Sirius XM. <laughs> or Birdman and Brady on Sirius XM. Exactly. Look at this. We got this. K-Career John. Diplomatic community. No, sir. Get former Dipset member Jules Santana turns up into police after Dipset from Newark Airport when he got caught with a, with a pistol in his bag. He's been held without bail for dipping out on the TSA offices. <laughs> 
How do you, I always wondered this about people who get caught with, with weapons in their bag at the airport. Like, you put it in there and you forgot about it, right? Like, at some point, you forgot that that was in there. Because you don't knowingly take a gun to an airport at this point. That's not like, you know, in a, in a locked case that you mean to take with you and check whatever. And then he dipped out on TSA. Yes. Like, how did, how did he not get locked up? Like, if they if they find a gun on you at the airport, I honestly, if I go to the airport and they find a, a gun on me, I at that point expect to have have somebody's, you know, doing a full body cavity search on me. So, not sure how he just walked away from them, but good for him. He did. And uh, get this. Florida woman arrested for peeing in a neighbor's yard. She called their dog peeing in her yard. So she she had her dog pee in the neighbor's yard? Oh, no. The neighbor's dog peed in her yard. So in return, she showed him how it felt. She peed. I'm sorry. I missed that. <laughs> she peed in there. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine if you woke up in the morning and you're sitting there eating your Wheaties? And you look out the front window, and <laughs> so your next door neighbor's drop trial, and she's taking a leak in your front yard. I would go so freaking off. Like I don't even know what. Honestly, I don't even know what I would do. I'm not even sure. Like what I would do, I might just sit there and like just watch it and be like, "Wow, look at Tina. She's really laying one down out there. Wonder if she's gonna grow a tail." <laughs> That's you gotta be like, you, that's a situation where you just lose it, right? Like you, you just to to make you pee in your neighbor's yard, you have to just lose it momentarily. Exactly, you, you just have to, you have to. And this man lost his job. Florida man's arrested for stealing his neighbor's peacock and getting chased by angry pack of vultures. <laughs> so wait a minute, he stole a peacock. Yes. And then the vultures chased after him? Yes. Like, how does that work? Like, how? where did the vultures come from? <laughs> I guess they saw the peacock as prey, I guess. Anyone associated with the peacock was prey as well. Exactly. Oh, man. That would suck, dude. A pack of vultures came after you? Like, it's one thing if you're dead on the side of the road and they're picking away at you. You're not feeling that. But if you're alive and they start hooking you with that big old beak... That would suck. Exactly. We have a Florida man arrested after using his government computer to try and mine Bitcoin. <laughs> Do you understand anything about Bitcoin? I don't. I, dude, I literally have no... Like, I, I, I understand to the point that it's a cryptocurrency and you can buy things with it on, in the online realm. But as far as I'm concerned, it's like fantasy. I have no idea anything more than that about it. So... Is it uh, is that bad? You shouldn't be using your government computer to mine cryptocurrency, I guess. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna go. Yeah, if you work for the if you work for the, the state of Florida, you probably shouldn't be doing it. You stay stay of Florida laptop. Yeah, I guess if you're on a government computer, you probably should just be doing government business with that. And if you want to do some cryptocurrency mining, whatever the hell that is, do it on a separate setup. Exactly. Um. Florida man arrested after applying for a job at Amazon, going on tour, trying to steal the forklift from the warehouse. <laughs> I mean, this is coming up with some solid, that's a solid plan right there. I mean, you know, why not? 
flip it, try and sell it on the street, you know? You could probably flip one of those for like four or five thousand dollars, right? Probably can, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes indeed. A Florida man arrested after beating down Pastor Stone Cold sending him at his birthday party, him tickets to the Orlando, to the Orlando Magic game was quote they suck. Well, <laughs> That's as good a reason as any, I guess, right? <laughs> so my man rejected the tickets to Stone Cold on the pals and giving him crappy teams or see a crappy team. Right. Like he he just, I mean that's you could you could just say no. Like, no thank you. I appreciate your generous offer, but no thank you. Instead he just dropped the, the Stone Cold stunner on him. Exactly. The final story is John, final story is this, John is this Florida men arrested after stealing the ambulance. Complaints arrest an officer about the long wait at the hospital saying, quote, I was getting cold and my junk got soft. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> I don't even want to know, dude. <laughs> Did he have that moment that they talk about on the Viagra commercials where if, you know, if this if your erection lasts more than four hours, please consult a doctor. Like that's what happened to him, is that what he's trying to say he was they going to the hospital for to he was in the yard for something that, then he complained about he's getting too cold and his junk going soft that's what, it, that's what it was <laughs> that's what it was he took a Viagra and it had been the recommended amount of time he'd gone over so he went to the hospital to try and have it dealt with and while he was there he got cold and flaccid <laughs> and he wasn't happy about it so he stole an ambulance <laughs> exactly so, John, what is your take? This is your report, man. Talk to us about it. I, I noticed that the the uh, pastor, instead of throwing down a Stone Cold Stunner, he actually got he received one this week. You know, we've had clotheslines. We've had Stone Cold Stunners. You know, we had some baseball bat, I think, a while back. A, D- a DDT, a net breaker. <laughs> a DDT. <laughs> Nothing like a good DDT, dude. If you see somebody get DDT, the only reaction you can possibly have is that where you like curl back, you kind of like curl back and you go, oh, you know, that's it. That's you see a DDT, you, you just go, oh, because it looks like it hurts. Well, you missed last week's boss boy. We had a guy put a cripple across face on his son's teacher. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> he got an L. <laughs> it made him tap during the parents' teacher conference. Think about that. You're a teacher, and his dad puts you in a pause face doing his parent teacher. <laughs> Stop messing around. Not yes, indeed. Well, folks, this boss support, Jared and John, we are out. And if you don't know, now you know, you know.